Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the just are in the hand of God, and no torment shall touch them. They seemed, in the view of the foolish, to be dead, and their passing away was thought an affliction, and their going forth from us utter destruction. But they are in peace, for if before men indeed they be punished, yet is their hope full of immortality. Chastised a little, they shall be greatly blessed, because God tried them and found them worthy of himself. As gold in the furnace he proved them and as sacrificial offerings he took them to himself. In the time of their visitation they shall shine, and shall dart about as sparks through stubble. They shall judge nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord shall be their king forever. Those who trust in him shall understand truth, and the faithful shall abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are with his holy ones, and his care is with his elect. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment, love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my Father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. The Gospel of the Lord. Nazi Germany invaded Poland on September 1st, 1939. That officially started World War II. The largest Franciscan friary in the world at the time was in Poland, led by Father Maximilian Kolbe. In February 1941, the German Gestapo arrested Kolbe at his friary. His crime? He had written an article, the title of which was just one word, Truth. He was put in the Paviak, the Peacock Prison, named after the street it was on. The prison came under Gestapo supervision in 1940. It is estimated from that time until the end of the war in 1945, 30,000 prisoners, 37,000 prisoners, died in secret or public executions. Each prisoner was checked in by a prison official. When Colby's turn came, the official looked up from the long list of names lying on his desk, and he remarked quizzically, Kolbe, with a name like that, you could pass for a German. If you take my hint and identify with the Volsdusch, the German population in Poland, your fate will be easier. Maximilian was teased in minor seminary as a youth, Kolbe the German, and brought tears to the eyes of the young student. This suggestion by the Paviak jailer provoked him to repulsion. 
Colbe rejected out of hand the jailer's proposed ruse to acquire a, a lighter cross by abandoning his Polish heritage. Maximilian's captors would not have been able to comprehend that this Franciscan priest desired to bear his people's cross and in doing so was to become the personification of his suffering nation. With 20 other prisoners, Maximilian was confined in Block 6, cell 103. Several days after Maximilian's arrival at Paviac, an SS officer entered the crowded cell where Maximilian was confined. At the site of the Franciscan vestment, the SS officer went into a rage. Grasping the crucifix and the rosary suspended from the cincture of Maximilian's habit, the SS officer holding the crucifix and rosary before Maximilian's face demanded, Do you believe this? Yes, I believe, Colby answered. The SS jailer struck Colby in the face with the crucifix. Blood streamed from his nostrils. Do you still believe, priest? The predator screamed. Yes, I believe, Colby replied. Another brutal blow with the crucifix full in the face. Blood from the nostrils and lacerated skin flowed from Maximilian's cheeks and over his lips. And now... Do you still believe, came the taunt from the sadistic inquisitor. Yes, I believe, Kobe answered. At Maximilian's last affirmation, the bully delivered such a bone-crushing blow to Maximilian's face that he was knocked off his feet and fell in the corner of his cell. The other inmates began to murmur and to move in a threatening manner toward the tormentor at the risk of their own lives. They were about to attack the persecutor. Sensing that he had better leave the cell, the sadist beat a hasty retreat, casting back over his shoulder, idiot priest. If he comes in here again, some of the inmates said, will kill him. Wiping the blood from his face, Maximilian said, No, brothers, we must not return injury for injury. Let us offer our sufferings to the Immaculata, our Blessed Virgin Mary. In May, Kolbe was transferred to Auschwitz, where he was subjected to harassment and beatings. In late July, after three men escaped, the camp commander ordered that ten men were to be starved to death in an underground bunker. When one of the chosen ten started crying at the prospect of losing his wife and family, Colby broke ranks, calmly came forward, and told the camp commander that he would die in place of the man with the family. The shocked commander said, Who is this Polish pig? Colby did not answer, I am 16670, which was tattooed on his arm, or I'm a Pole. He said, I'm a Catholic priest. Exchange me for him. Colby died two weeks later, on August 14, 1941, in the starvation bunker. The Polish Pope, 
John Paul II canonized Kolbe in 1982, declaring him the patron saint of our difficult century. <laughs>